Hi, my name is Sharya, and you're listening to a brand new episode of the Aviation Files, the best podcast for all aviation enthusiasts. In today's episode, we will discuss Asiana Airlines and Korean Air's potential merger, a special anniversary for female aviators, Air India making the 777 the sole type to fly on Mumbai U.S. routes, and Lufthansa redeploying the A380 to Bangkok. So without further ado, let's begin. Seoul-based Asiana Airlines is currently in the midst of discussions regarding a merger proposal from Korean Air. The decision-making process for the significant move has seen some developments, but it has not reached a final conclusion yet. The proposal put forward by Korean Air includes the divestment of Asiana's cargo operations, a crucial element in obtaining regulatory approval, particularly from the EU. To navigate these complexities, Asiana's board of directors recently met to deliberate on the merger proposition. However, the outcome of this meeting did not result in a definitive decision regarding the acceptance of Korean Air's offer. Following this meeting, Asiana, South Korea's second largest airline, indicated that a vote on the matter was not completed. Consequently, the board plans to meet again in the near future to resume discussions and delve into the details of the merger proposal. While the exact date of the upcoming board meeting has not been disclosed, the airline has made it clear that it will reschedule soon. This indicates that Asiana Airlines is actively considering the merger proposal and is taking the necessary steps to make an informed decision. Korean Air, the largest carrier in South Korea, is committed to obtaining regulatory approval for the merger. The airline planned to submit a correct, corrective action plan to the European Commission by the end of October. This plan is designed to address concerns related to anti-competitive practices, which include details on selling Asiana's cargo division and measures to ensure employment levels are maintained. The EU had previously extended the deadline for approving the merger from mid-summer to August, following approvals from Chinese and UK authorities. However, the merger proposal is still awaiting approval from the EU, Japan, and the United States. Earlier in the year, EU officials initiated an extensive four-month-long investigation to assess whether the merger might hinder the aviation industry, potentially resulting in reduced capacity or lower quality services for passengers. In May, the European Commission had expressed opposition to the merger, citing concerns about its potential impact on the competition between South Korea and the European economic area in Europe. Specifically, they pointed out that routes between France, Germany, Italy, and Spain could be affected and competition on cargo routes could diminish. Despite the ongoing uncertainty surrounding the merger, Asiana Airlines' share price experienced a notable increase, rising by as much as 14.2% on Tuesday. Similarly, Korean Air's share price witnessed a modest increase of about 2.5%, while the benchmark price index was down by 1.3%. These market reactions reflect the dynamic nature of the situation and the anticipation surrounding the merger's outcome. Now, let's move to the UK, where a significant anniversary is to be celebrated. On October 31st, Halloween 1987, a significant milestone was reached in the history of British Airways when the airline recruited its first female pilot, Lynn Barton. This date marked a momentous occasion not just for British Airways, but for the aviation industry as a whole. Lynn Barton's journey to become being British Airways' first female pilot was a remarkable one. She first ventured into aviation by taking her initial flying lesson in 1973 at the age of just 16. However, her path to becoming a pilot was initially hindered by the lack of equal opportunity legislation in the industry. When she initially applied for British Airways' 
cadet pilot program, she was turned down due to the absence of such legislation. The turning point came in 1975 with the introduction of the Sex Discrimination Act, which opened the doors for women in aviation. In 1978, Lynn Barton, who had successfully been training to become a flying instructor at the time, applied once again and successfully entered the program. However, the program's composition reflected the male-dominated nature of the aviation industry at the time, with Barton being the sole female among 150 cadets. Following her training in 1979, Barton faced a temporary setback as there were no vacancies at British Airways at the time. As a result, she returned to work as a flight school instructor. Nevertheless, her determination and experience in the years that followed eventually paid off. Finally, on October 31, 1987, after several years of hard work and determination, Lynn Barton joined British Airways. She was appointed to fly Boeing 747s on long-haul routes, a groundbreaking achievement. Her recruitment, her recruitment paved the way for more female pilots, and within the next year, 60 female pilots joined British Airways, making up 2% of the airline's 3,000 overall pilots. Lynn Barton's journey with British Airways was marked by rapid advancement. In less than a decade, she achieved the rank of captain in 1996, a testament to her exceptional skills and dedication. Her legacy reached another milestone in 2008 when she was chosen to fly the first scheduled British Airways service into Terminal 5 at London Heathrow Airport, LHR. By that time, the airline had 170 female pilots, highlighting the progress made in promoting gender diversity in aviation. Lynn Barton's remarkable career at British Airways came to an end in 2016, after spending 29 years at the airline, 20 of which were as a captain. In recognition of her pioneering role, British Airways paid tribute to her in 2021 by naming cocktail the Barton in her honor. This cocktail, consisting of a tanqueray gin, elderflower cordial, dandelion and burdock bitters, soda, and rosemary, is served in the airline's lounges as a symbol of Lynn Barton's groundbreaking contribution to the world of aviation and her enduring legacy. Now, let's move to India, where Air India has introduced an enticing upgrade for passengers traveling between Mumbai and the United States on its non-stop flights. The airline has deployed newly acquired Boeing 777 aircraft on lease exclusively for its Mumbai US routes, which represents a significant enhancement over the carrier's regular wide-body planes. These Boeing 777 planes were previously in service with other major, major global carriers and still feature their original cabin layouts. For quite some time, Air India primarily concentrated on expanding its capacity to the U to U.S. from De New Delhi, leaving Mumbai, BOM, India's second largest airport and a key commercial hub, relatively underserved due to its limited fleet. However, it seems that Air India is now making amends for this, not only by expanding its U.S. network from Mumbai, but also deploying its newly acquired Boeing 777 aircraft on these routes. All three of Air India's non-stop routes from Mumbai to the U.S., New York JFK, Newark EWR, and San Francisco SFO, now benefit from the introduction of these newly inducted Boeing 777 aircraft. Passengers on these flights can expect a more contemporary and distinct cabin experience compared to the carrier's regular wide-body planes. To provide a more detailed overview of the aircraft's configurations, Air India operates the Mumbai to San Francisco and Mumbai to JFK sectors with the Boeing 777-200LR aircraft, featuring 28 business class, 48 premium economy, and 212 economy class seats. Meanwhile, its Mumbai to Newark flights are served by the, Bo by the Boeing 777-300ER planes, offering 8 first class, 40 business class, and 280 economy class seats. 
The airline has also upgraded its Mumbai to London service with new 777-300ER on one of its flights. Air India is actively expanding its fleet, having placed substantial orders for both narrow-body and wide-body aircraft. In addition to new purchases, the airline is also incorporating leased planes and working to get grounded aircraft back in operation for immediate capacity enhancement. <clears throat> the airline has received five Boeing 777-200LRs that previously belonged to Delta Airlines, as well as two Boeing 777-300ERs that were once part of Etihad Airways' fleet. Air India's plan includes acquiring 14 leased Boeing 777-300ERs by March 2024 to further bolster its long-haul network. Three of these 777s will come from Singapore Airlines. Speaking about the recent fleet developments, Air Air India's CEO Campo Wilson stated, We are delighted to now offer an elevated experience on all routes from Mumbai to the United States and to upgrade one of our London services. This is part of the ongoing product transformation underway at Air India, with seven new Boeing 777s inducted over the last year to be followed by four more, along with six new Airbus A350s over the coming months. All of these aircraft feature much improved interiors and pave the way for the full interior upgrade of our entire wide-body fleet, commencing in the middle of 2024. Air India has received criticism for passengers in the past uh, due to the quality of its cabins. However, the effort of its new owners to address these issues are gradually yielding positive results. I myself have recently flown on Air India, and I can say the cabin has improved a lot. With the introduction of upgraded cabins on its U.S. routes from Mumbai, it marks a significant step towards improved passenger comfort and satisfaction. Finally, let's discuss Lufthansa's newest A3D destination. Amid the challenging period in the history of commercial aviation, many, many industry experts predicted that the Airbus A380, often dubbed the giant of the skies, might not survive the COVID-19 pandemic. However, there's a glimmer of hope and resilience in the aviation world. Lufthansa, one of the world's major airlines, has defined these expectations, has defied these expectations by reactivating one of its Airbus A380s and deploying it on its Munich to Bangkok route. This development not only marks the return of Lufthansa's flagship aircraft to the Asia Pacific region, but also underscores the enduring potential that this colossal double-decker plane has to offer. On a recent evening, Lufthansa's Airbus A380 took off from Munich. This airline's second largest hub en route to Bangkok's Suvarnabhumi International Airport. According to Flight Radar 24, the departure time was 23.08 local time, 21.08 UTC. The massive aircraft turned southbound after takeoff, embarking on a more than 10-hour journey to Thailand's capital where it gracefully touched down at 14.31 local time. This news is undoubtedly a cause for celebration for aviation enthusiasts who appreciate the spacious and quiet flying experience provided by the A380, but also holds a broader significance as it signifies the return of Lufthansa's flagship aircraft to the Asia-Pacific region, and Bangkok is the first destination in this market to witness the A380's comeback in Lufthansa's operations. The flight was conducted by an Airbus A380-800 with the registration Delta Alpha India Mike November which as of July 31st, 2023, had logged an impressive 25,217 flying hours and 2,578 flying cycles. Lufthansa has a total of eight A380s in its fleet, and four of these have been brought back into service. This reactivation is part of Lufthansa's efforts to return the A380 to its network, and they recently resumed operations from Munich to Los Angeles with the A380 as well. They are also set to fly the A380 to Delhi International Airport, 
um, starting sometime later this year, maybe beginning of next year. What sets the Lufthansa Flight 722 apart is not just the return of the carrier's flagship aircraft to the Asian market, but also the fact that it was the first time the Airbus A380 was deployed on the historic direct service between Germany and Thailand. Until now, Lufthansa has been operating either the Airbus A350-900 between Munich and Bangkok or some other aircraft. The A350 comes in two configurations, offering either 318 or 293 passengers. However, both variants only feature three cabin classes, business class, premium economy, and economy. The introduction of the A380 represents a significant capacity increase, with the A380 accommodating 509 passengers, a substantial 38% more than the highest capacity A350. Additionally, the A380 brings Lufthansa's first-class products to this highly sought-after route. As a result, not only does the A380 enable Lufthansa to meet growing demand, but it also positions the German flag carrier to benefit from the high yields of the most premium cabin. By choosing to deploy the A3 on the Munich-Bangkok route, Lufthansa is sending a clear signal about the importance of Thailand and its global network. An Li Du, Lufthansa General Manager for Thailand, Vietnam, and the Philippines, and the Mekong region, has emphasized that Lufthansa is currently the only airline offering direct services with the Airbus A380 between Thailand and Europe. This demonstrates the airline's unwavering commitment to the Thai market. In a broader context, Lufthansa Group provides a total of 21 weekly direct services between Thailand and Europe, with Swiss International and Austrian also offering direct flights from their respective hubs in Zurich and Vienna. This extensive network reaffirms the group's dedication to connecting Europe and Thailand, even in challenging times for the aviation industry. That's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Do make sure to support my podcast on whatever platform you are listening to this on, and make sure to check out my Instagram, at The Aviation Files. Until next time.